Hi guys, welcome back to another Keeping It Real podcast. I'm so excited for this one as well because going off my birth story, which thank you all, I cannot believe, I was blown away. I checked last night, just a little side note, I love a good side note, you guys will get to know that. Um, Yeah, I was totally blown away by the fact that 45 people which, okay, that might not seem like a lot, but that's a lot to me. 45 people listening to my birth story blew my mind. So I thank you all. If you're back here this week and you're listening to this one, thank you for the support. Like, you guys don't understand how much I appreciate it. Like, I really, really, really have a great love for doing this podcast thing. Like, I, I didn't think that I, it was something that I would ever do. Like, in my wildest dreams, I would not have thought I would be a podcaster, if that's a thing. But I'm loving it. I'm loving that you guys are loving it. It's making me want to share more and talk about more. And I could talk underwater, could talk the legs off a chair. So I'm all for it. (laughs) And to have the support is like phenomenal. So thank you. I can't thank you all enough for that. So this one leading from my birth story is going to, I'm just going to go into, you know, my recovery and what that was like after being severed open, (laughs) butchered open. No, just kidding. But really though, I literally was. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I just want to talk about my experience and how the recovery was for me, Um, I guess physically, but not only physically, but emotionally. Um, Yeah. And just like the things that I had to do to gain my strength back, I suppose. Um, So listen in and let's get into it where to begin with the recovery as well. It's so hard, like trying to think back to, you know, everything that happened. Um, I'll start though, like recovery, um, like my recovery from obviously in hospital. So when you have a cesarean, you, they keep you in hospital for at least three days, I believe. Um, and that's pretty much how long we were in there for. So, um, cause my labor was so long. We basically were in hospital for like a week, like from going in and, and then like being discharged. So I think we were there from like the Friday night until Wednesday, the following week is when we were discharged. They also wanted to keep us in to make sure that Zaid was like gaining enough and eating enough and all that sort of thing. But, um, I remember, so once I'd given birth to Zaid, they obviously wheeled me into recovery once my surgery was done. And I think I was there for about half an hour. They gave me some painkillers and Riley came back and met me in recovery. Um, and I was just basically waiting for the epidural to wear off, which didn't really take very long. Um, but they assured me that I couldn't, like, I wouldn't be able to stand for at least four hours. So that was like a really hard blow for me. Like, you know, it's just such a blur, like giving birth in general, like it's just such a surreal experience that you kind of just say like, what the fuck just honestly happened? So that was really rough being able, like not being able to like hold Zade straight away. Like I didn't really even see him for like a couple of hours you know, after giving birth to him, um, which sucked a little bit, but look, it's the way the cookie crumbles. So that's totally fine. Um, but then I asked them, I sort of said, well, is there any possible way that I can see him? 
and they wheeled me up to the room first, um, to the suites, like where we were staying in the hospital on the ward there. And then, um, I remember my mum and dad came in and, and seen me and everything. And then it was just an emotional roller coaster, really. I was so out of it still, though. Like, I don't even know what painkillers I had, but shit, they were strong. I was just so off my head. So um, I remember saying to the midwife, I called them in and I said, is it possible at all for me to see my baby? Like, I literally just, that's all I want is to see him. She's like, let me sort something out. We'll get them to wheel you around in the bed because you're not allowed to stand up for at least another few hours. I was like, all good. So um, I remember too, like they were coming in and up because I had a fever in my labor as well. They were pumping all these antibiotics into me. Like uh, I still had the, um, yeah, like the, what are they called? Um, I'm trying to think. Wow, mental blank. Um, 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 what are they called? I did have a catheter in, but it's not that. I'm just trying to think. A cannula. Oh, my God. I always get those confused. So I still had a cannula in that they were, like, pumping the antibiotics through and, like, flushing all that through and everything, which was a good time. <laughs> um, so I really couldn't go anywhere until I was unhooked um, from that. So I had to wait until all of that was done until they could wheel me around to see his aid. So it was a lot. Like, it was. I was just hanging like just hanging to see my baby. Anyway, so uh, I think they wheeled me around. I held him. I didn't want to go anywhere, but obviously they had to. I was like right in the walkway of the of the nursery. My bed was literally in the walkway. So they're like, take your time, but just know, obviously we're going to have to wheel you back to your room. And I was like, yep, all good. So because Zaid was four weeks premie, he had to stay in the nursery. Like he wasn't in our room with us at all. He was only with us the night, our last night in hospital, like in the same room, which yeah, it was super hard. So whenever we wanted to see him, we'd have to go around to the nursery. So difficult when you can't walk. <laughs> um, but I remember after holding him, I just wanted to have a shower. I remember saying to Riley, like, I just want to shower. Like, I can't wait to shower. I feel disgusting. So two nurses came in and helped me shower or helped me stand up for the first time. That was bizarre. Like, the feeling of that, because in my mind, I'm thinking, sweet, I can stand up. Not realizing that literally all these muscles, ligaments, tendons, like you name it, have just been like layers and layers have just been cut open and sewn back together. So I could not, when I stood up, like I couldn't actually stand up because that part of my stomach would not stretch. Like, you know, you stand up, up, like you stand upright. I thought I was standing, but I just was literally like the hunchback of Notre Dame. Like I couldn't even stand up. <laughs> So it's crazy how we take small things like that for granted. And I'm so much more grateful for that now, knowing that that, you know, in my, you know, first few days to six weeks recovery was a difficult task for me just to stand up. Like it's insane because we do it with ease every single day. You just really take those things for granted. Not like before, ha before having my cesarean, I'll be honest with you, that's something I never, ever, ever would have thought to be grateful for or thought to, you know, I just wouldn't have thought twice about it. But after having my cesarean, like it really opens your eyes to a lot. And 
for someone that is so capable to then be slightly incapable of like a lot of things that was really hard on me mentally but look uh, it's it's a good thing because like I said you're able to be grateful now for the things that you do every single day with ease because you go through something like that and obviously completely worth it like I remember saying remember sorry saying in my birth story that you know that was the way he was meant to come and this was you know how it was meant to be so it was just yeah it was just a lot to take for me though having help all the time for the first six weeks of his life so um yeah I also remember like I sat down most of the time in hospital to shower. I only really stood towards the end or where I could because it was obviously so hard. And the nurses did tell me where you can stand up and when you can walk. Because every time we'd go to the nursery, Riley would wheel me around in a wheelchair. I think by the second day, like I would walk halfway and then he'd push me the rest. And then I'd do the same coming back and I'd try and stand up when I would hold Zaid over in the nursery and just do little things like that to slowly build those muscles because it's like I honestly was numb. I could not feel – I had no mind-to-muscle connection there at all. Like I it, – it's just so hard to explain. You, you'll know what I'm saying if you have had a cesarean, but it is just – yeah, it's crazy the feeling, like the numbness of it all. Another thing they – tell you is it like they constantly coming in and asking you have you gone the toilet yet as in number two honestly guys I did not shit for days and obviously because you're so clogged up because <laughs> sorry about the harsh details you're so clogged up with like all these drugs that they've been giving you it's like bounding you up which I did not realize and I have fuck I wish someone had told me that that is something you know, like take a bloody pack of Metamucil or 17 because, and trust me, that is what I'm going to do next time. Because if anything will help me go to the toilet, I'm for it. Because they kept coming in, they're asking, asking. I'm like, no, I haven't gone yet. No, I haven't gone yet. And I didn't really even feel like I needed to go at that point. (sighs) Fuck. This was probably for me, I'll be honest the worst most painful experience aside from labor I remember getting home we'll skip to going home now right we got home oh actually there is a minor detail that I must add in my man was freaking incredible throughout this whole recovery process because even I to be honest with you was mortified with how much blood I was losing and I remember every single time that I had to change my big fat maternity pad and put it in those sexy fish netted undies that they give to you which I'm not gonna knock by the way they are so bloody comfortable (laughs) totally stylish though I remember wearing them for like weeks after I got home as well (laughs) um yeah he would help me like put that 
that on like after a shower and I couldn't because I literally could not even bend over to like dry my legs and this is what I mean how hard this was for me mentally to be like so incapable of drying myself or putting my own undies on because the thing is as well not only could I stand up straight but I couldn't even lift my leg like it's all the same muscles that you use right so I couldn't even lift a leg to put one foot in my undies or it was just crazy like I remember having to sort of like sit on the bed and do it kind of thing but Riley was there to help me every step of the way and I'm so grateful that he was because it was oh I was gonna pass out seriously I swear I just remember every single time apologizing to him like saying I'm so sorry I'm so sorry he's like no this is what happens it's fine like don't worry about it because uh, like I said I was completely mortified I thought I was gonna die of blood loss like it's just horrific (laughs) how much you lose after giving birth so it's a lot. Like it's a lot for you. It's a lot for them. Anyway, it was just a massive like few days, obviously. Like you've just had a baby. Like it's a whirlwind of emotions and you just don't even, yeah, I don't know. It's such a hard thing to grasp at first. Um, And I remember both of us like getting home and after obviously the 36 hour labor and then having an emergency cesarean and like you don't really have time and some of you might agree like you don't even have time when you're in hospital like to to process everything it's just like they give you all this information you know babies having tests left right and center they do the hearing test they weigh them you give them their first bath like there's so much information that they give to you it's just like and you're so sleep deprived, you're not even absorbing any of it. Like we were both just like, yep, 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 all over it. And then we we left and we were just like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> so before we left, the doctor says to me, because I was obviously on a rotating thing with like having um, painkillers and stuff. So they'd give me like um, something really strong and then a few hours after that it'd be like a little less strong because that one hadn't obviously worn off yet and that would just get you through until you could have the the stronger one again like the endone and anyway the doctor came in just as we were getting discharged and he wrote me a script and he said um uh he was gonna write me a script for endone and then I don't know what happened but he like sort of persuaded me to get something a little less strong Anyway, Riley sort of looked at me and was like, you're going to want the endone, like, trust me. Um, And I was like, no, like, it's fine. I'll just take whatever the doctor recommends. Because here's the thing, right? Whatever a doctor recommends, you're obviously, like, they're frigging trained. That's their profession. That's what they do. I'm, like, going to trust their their knowledge or whatever they're trying to say. So I was like, no, whatever you think, doctor, like, I'll take whatever painkiller you think is going to work for me. (sighs) Rookie error. Anyway, so going back to not being able to go to the toilet. So we get home. My mum comes over. She helps. She's brought us dinner. Like it's, yeah, she was just amazing as well through the entire thing. So this was our first night home. So we've got Zaid home. My milk's come in, by the way. My boobs went from like (laughs) probably, oh, they were pretty big through my pregnancy, but I reckon they went from like maybe a D to like a double E. I swear to God, they were rock hard. I had one big lump up under my left arm. Like, and this was on our way home. I said to Riley, oh my God. And they were so engorged. I felt so sick. They were just, oh, rocks. Anyway, (laughs) mum, as you understand the feeling, it is so 
fucking painful that when your milk comes in it's like holy shit you feel like it's gonna fall over because they're that heavy um yeah so I get home and I said to Riley I have to pump like because at this stage Zaid was still being bottle fed because um apparently babies that aren't full term don't have the sucking ability that full term babies have to go on the boob and latch straight away so I was like pumping bottle feeding pumping bottle feeding and then like I had oversupply. So then I, my freezer looked like a bloody milk factory, which was epic. So grateful that I had that because I think there's still milk left in there now, 10 months on. Um, I'll have to probably give him that soon. Otherwise it'll be no good. Um, it's frozen FYI. It's not in the fridge, but I just had like our whole freezer was completely taken up with milk. Anyway, so my mom was there, she come over and I just remember like both Riley and I were so, so tired. I'm pretty sure Riley had to go back to work the next day because he'd already had um, like a week off. So that was a lot for him. Like I said to him, you know, why don't you go and have a sleep? Anyway, he's like, no, no, it's fine. So this was in the afternoon, I believe on the Wednesday, like after we'd been discharged and I'd obviously had painkillers before I'd left the hospital and it was all good. Like I was still okay. Then I said to him, I think I need to go to the toilet. He's, and I was so scared, by the way. I was so scared because, like, I hadn't gone in literally five days or something ridiculous like that. This is so gross. I apologize. <laughs> I'm just telling you because, like, this was my experience and this is the one thing that I remember and I am absolutely dreading for next time if it happens again that's what I mean I will drink glasses of Metamucil a day just to help me go to the toilet so I said to Riley like watch the baby obviously newborns they sleep that's all they do so there's really not much to watch um but I need to go to the toilet he's like that's totally fine I remember guys sitting on the toilet for freaking like probably over half an hour trying to push out a poo. I could not. I was fucking hysterical. I was in tears because I was so numb. I couldn't feel those muscles. And here we go. Another thing you take for granted, the ease of trying to do a poo because I, I just couldn't. I couldn't. That squeeze, that like that pushes it out. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I was beginning to get like so upset, so frustrated all because I couldn't go to the toilet. Like I just, it was hurting. Like it was so painful. Like I knew I needed to go, but I just couldn't squeeze. I couldn't contract those muscles to help me out. Anyway, I'm sitting on the toilet in absolute hysterics, like crying, like, this is so painful. I fucking hate this. I just want to go. Anyway, I just broke down about it. Riley's out there. Zade's going for gold, like crying, won't stop crying. Riley's like, what the fuck do I do? Like Zade's crying. Brit's in there trying to shit. She's crying. (laughs) The poor guy, he's just like, I don't know what the fuck to do. So then he starts crying. We're all fucking crying because it's just like, everything's just too much. It was way too overwhelming. Anyway, I gave up on that. I go out, I get Zade. Riley has a moment because he's just, it's just all too much. I remember both of us just ended up sitting on the couch and just like cried because it was just like, 
oh, the emotions just run wild. Anyway, so that was that experience, which I hated. Like I could not tell you. So I made sure every day from that day on, I had about four sachets of Metamucil. (laughs) And that really, really helped me because it was just the worst experience trying to go when you can't go. And like, let's be real, everyone's been constipated. It was that feeling times like a thousand because I actually couldn't feel the squeeze at all. Like it was so hard to explain. And I'm so sorry for the graphic detail, but I'm just being real. Like it's, it's a lot. So that was that. And then my mum comes over. She really, really helped us in that first week. She actually would come over and stay the night and do um, like the night shift basically so that we could get some sleep. And mind you, I still had to get up every three hours or every two hours actually to pump because obviously then otherwise my boobs would be so engorged. Like there's no way I could sleep the night through. Like it was just, yeah. And I honestly had the worst fear of getting mastitis, which I was lucky enough to not actually get. I think I had it like mild when I was um, weaning Zadoff breastfeeding, but I didn't actually um, get mastitis like fully, which was, yeah, I'm very, very lucky that I didn't because I did have an oversupply. So yeah, that was really hard those first few weeks because, um, also trying to sleep as well was just like, because in hospital I was pretty much sleeping in like a, you know, a seated position, which was much easier than lying completely flat because obviously completely flat that was stretching out you know, my scar and just, God, it really hurt. So I couldn't really sleep and I was in so much pain. Not to mention that every time I would pump, um, I would get, which they say is quite common, I would get the afterbirth pains, which is when your uterus is contracting back. Oh my God. I thought I was in early labor. Like I said to my mom, I was like, are you sure that I'm not about to have another baby? Because that's literally what it feels like for me. That was really bad. And apparently I've spoken to some of my other girlfriends and they didn't actually have those afterbirth pains, but I was one of the lucky ones, (laughs) lucky enough to experience it. Um, but yeah, fuck, it was painful. So there was that pain with just like my actual cesarean pain and like, God, it just really hurt. It just really, really hurt. And I could barely, like, I couldn't even sit back and get comfortable on my couch because if I did, I would struggle to get up. And my mum was there pretty much the first couple of weeks until I sort of got that little bit stronger where I could start to do things myself. But I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't get myself up off the couch. Like I needed assistance to do that. So I needed someone there because Riley was going back to work. Like I would have been screwed. So my mom stepped in and just was amazing with doing things like that. And she would help me hang out my washing because even things like that, you can't really lift your arms or you shouldn't lift your arms above your head. And um, you can't lift anything heavier than your baby. And obviously at that point, Zabe was only three kilos or something crazy. So absolutely tiny. And yeah, like Riley, my uh, Riley's sister, she bought us food. Riley's cousin bought us food. Like we just had, and Riley's mum as well also bought us food, which was amazing. So for a few nights there, we had dinners cooked for us. Like, yeah, our family, we're just very, very grateful for our family and how much they helped in my recovery. I think it would be so, so hard if you were trying to recover you know, yourself and you didn't really have the help that I had. So I'm 
very, very lucky and I'm very grateful for that because it just, it would have been really, really hard. So, um, it was hard enough, like, yeah, with the help. So it was crazy too. I remember, um, my sister-in-law, like she would tell me, cause she's had five cesareans, like amazing, crazy. So she's had five and she said to me, even when you feel like you're okay and you can start to do things again, don't. <laughs> she's like, don't push it because it can really go wrong and really go south, like really, really quick. So she's like, just take your time with it. And my mom has actually had her last um, birth, my little sister, she was an emergency cesarean. So my mom's experienced three natural births and one cesarean. So she totally knows what it's like as well, which was amazing to know like that someone really close to me had had this, you know, similar experience. And she said the same thing. She goes, even when you feel fine and you feel like you're strong, like it's, you still got to take it easy. So, and even still to this day, I'll be honest with you, it's been 10 months, but I know it takes longer than that. But it, I still move the wrong way when I sleep or something. And it wasn't too long ago. Riley freaked out because it was like I moved the wrong way and I was I was asleep and I woke up hysterical like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, like holding my – like where my scar is. Riley's like, what happened? I said, I moved the wrong way. Oh, my God, I feel like I ripped it open. Like I was hysterical. So it still happens to me if, I, if I'm not careful and I sort of just move too quick or I, I just – twist the wrong way or something. It's like, oh, it's just such a gross feeling. It like twinges and it's horrible, but all worth it for my baby. I'm totally not saying that it's, you know, I'm just sharing my experience. I don't want anyone to be like, oh, fuck this. It sounds horrible. Like it, it, it is horrible, but like it's, it's worth every minute. So it's just, I think that if you listen and like listen to your body, take care of your body just embrace the recovery, which God, that was hard for me because like I said before, I'm, I'm so independent. I'm so just go, go, go all the time. So for me to like have to take a step back, be housebound for six weeks, cause you can't drive either until, uh, either until you're cleared. Uh, so that was the other thing. It's like, I'm stuck in the same four walls. Like, yes, I've got this baby to keep me very, very occupied. But also in saying that, it's more busy now that Zade's that little bit older because there's a newborn that you just feed them every couple of hours and they go back to sleep and then they shit and then it's like the same thing just over and over again. They cry a little, a little, maybe a lot, but <laughs> it's, you know, it's it's actually, I don't want to say easy because none of it is easy, but it's easier than like now. He's very demanding, very just like mom, like he knows when I'm like not there and when he wants, he knows what he wants now basically. Whereas when they're newborns, it's just, you get time to rest because it's, they're resting a lot. That's all they do really is sleep. So yeah, I mean, once that six week point, like I got to that six week point and I was going for walks and stuff as well because they did tell me the more you walk and the more you're on your feet, the quicker you will recover because you are slowly strengthening and building back the muscles and everything sort of comes connected. It becomes connected again, all your ligaments and stuff. So yeah, they did tell me that. So I was really consistent with walking and I actually love walking now because of that. Um, and plus it just it, it got me out of the house. It gave me a reason to, yeah, get my body moving and get back into the swing of things that way. So that once that point 
like it got to the six week mark where I would go to the doctors and hopefully be cleared to drive and to exercise. Um, yeah, I was good to go. So I started off still very, very, very slow, even though in my mind mentally, I just wanted to go hell for leather and like smash out the most hectic workout because I haven't for so, hadn't, sorry, for so long. I knew that I just really had to take it easy still. So for weeks, I just started with very light um, and moderate body weight exercise. And then even weeks after that, I've moved into like really lightweight because the other thing is too, if you have any form of like ab separation or anything like that, you really got to wait until that sort of comes back together on its own. And there are ways and exercises you can do to strengthen that, but you are best. And I would highly, highly recommend that you go and see someone that knows how to deal with that stuff in depth. Um, as in like a physio or something like that, that you can go and see and they can assess you properly and say, Hey, look, do these exercises that will draw your abdominal muscles back together. Don't put pressure on your pelvic floor. You've really got to avoid that until it's strong enough. There are ways to strengthen your pelvic floor without doing actual crazy exercises like planking and shit like that. Like you really want to avoid stuff like that because, even though we think we can do it, it's it, it really can do some long-term damage if you don't get that stuff assessed. It's very, very important because unless you know how to assess yourself, um, you know, for ab separation or anything like that, then, yeah, you're not going to know whether you have it and it can be very, very, very dangerous if you do any damage and it'll last a lifetime. So you're better off going getting assessed They'll give you exercises to do to focus on bringing that back and then your strength will just slowly, slowly build. I think the the key after having a cesarean, number one is patience. Your strength will come back. It just doesn't happen overnight. Like I said before, I still struggle with things. I'm, I've definitely, I'm stronger and I feel like I'm getting back to sort of think like I'm being able to do things that I could do before exercise wise but I still really have to take it easy. I still really get sore in that area. If I do work any sort of abdominal muscles or anything to do with my pelvic floor, it still gets very, very sore because it's just going to take a while and you've got to accept that. And another thing I think if I could highly recommend, I was not in a rush at all to get my pre-baby body back at all. I just... I wanted to embrace the recovery. I embraced the fact that I had just had a baby. I, yeah, I just took my body at every stage that, that come basically. Like I just let it sort of strengthen on its own. Obviously I would do things to help the recovery, but I just really had to learn to take a step back and rest and just embrace and be in the moment and be grateful for everything that my body had just endured. Like I, I can't tell you enough that that's the best thing I could have possibly done was just let my body heal, let my body recover. If I didn't, God knows what would have happened. Like I could have caused crazy injuries or I could have had such 
so many problems like long term, which I just did not want. So as much as you might feel fine, even with like, I don't know, like I said, I haven't had a natural birth. It's still much the same with your abdominal muscles or in your pelvic floor because your belly has stretched so much over nine months or however long your pregnancy was. So those things are just so, so, so important to to look after when you're recovering from birth. Like that's just what I would recommend in my experience. But look, like it really, now I look back, the first six weeks were rough. They were really, really hard for me mentally, emotionally, and physically. Like I was so just like, ugh, when is this going to end? Or when am I going to be capable of doing things again? But now I look back 10 months on, I'm thinking, oh my God, it went so fast. It really, really does go so fast. It just, it's not going to seem fast in that moment of recovery because recovery takes time. And like I said, like, I don't even feel like now I'd be fully recovered. You know, it's some, some say it takes 12 to 18 months and they actually say that to you after you have a cesarean, which is like, I know a lot of women have kids quite close in age, like as in 18 months close, but um, they do say that if you have a cesarean, they recommend you at least wait 18 months before trying again, because it's like, well, your body hasn't fully healed or fully recovered. So you're obviously at a higher risk of something going wrong, if that be the case. But yeah, I don't know. Look, my, my recovery, all in all, it wasn't bad. It was quite quick. I really looked after myself. I ate relatively healthy, drank lots of water. I yeah, I made sure I rested when I could. And it's hard too, because you think you've, you've just had a baby, you've got a newborn. It's like, when do you get time to rest? Like it's hard. And that's probably why your recovery takes a little bit longer is because you're, you're not actually, your body's not getting the rest that it probably needs after you have major surgery, you know, in order for it to recover as quick as it probably would if you didn't just have a baby, you know what I mean? So yeah, I don't know. That's basically my experience. I mean, I don't know if you guys take it or took anything from that. I mean, I just wanted to share. It wasn't like super crazy, my recovery. I didn't really have anything go wrong at all. Like I was very lucky in that aspect, but it was definitely rough at first. It really hurt. Like I, yeah, I had an experience where I actually had to go to the doctor and get more endone because I was just in that much pain and that I won't even go into that because that was another experience in itself the doctor was such a dick but let's not go there (laughs) I don't want to get on like a rant about it or anything but I just yeah I had to go and get it because I just I couldn't sleep I was in so much pain whatever the doctor at the hospital prescribed me was not doing anything whatsoever I just was in so much pain so I just needed that in order to get me through a few more days And yeah, that was basically it. So yeah, I would just highly, highly, highly recommend that you look after your bodies and embrace them at every single stage because honestly, far out, our bodies are the most amazing things, creating life, birthing life, recovering, going back like to what you were before. Like that is insane. I'm just so grateful, so, so grateful that my body can do that. Like it's amazing. So yeah, that was my recovery experience. I'd say probably the worst thing wasn't, was not being able to poo for days on end, but (laughs) I got there in the end, at least I know now. And I wish someone had told me to pack some Metamucil in my, 
<laughs> in my hospital bag, which I will definitely, definitely be doing next time. Trust me, because that was probably the worst part of my entire recovery, I will say. Oh, God. All right, guys. Well, um, next podcast, I'm going to go into my post breastfeeding. So my like post weaning experience, which I mean, look, I'm still dealing with, but I just want to share my experience. I feel like a lot of you may have or may be experiencing the same sort of feelings and emotions and having the same sort of experience. So I would love to share that with you guys. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't even know if you got anything out of this podcast or maybe you just like to listen, but, um, yeah, I appreciate all the support once again. Like I thank you guys so, so much. And I love sharing my experiences like birth, post-birth, breastfeeding, not breastfeeding. (laughs) I do want to share a lot more of my mum life, but also I will change it up and I want to go into more of like the fitness side of things as well as I am a personal trainer and like I'm super passionate about fitness and health and well-being and I just, yeah, want to share everything. So I thank you guys for listening in and thank you for the support. And like I always say, you will hear from me very, very soon. Enjoy your day, guys. Bye.